What's going on, everybody? This is the Hockey Dudes Podcast, back with another epi. And, yeah, just to, not that anybody asked, but you gotta ask yourself when you do a podcast by yourself, Hayden, how are things going? Well, things are going good, you know? I'm just, got a couple days off in the middle of the week. My Tuesday, Wednesday is basically my Saturday, Sunday, because I work on the weekends, and so now I'm just here just doing an epi. So let's just get after it a little bit. I was up last night watching some hockey, of course, of course. You could not hold me back from all the L's I've been taking in gambling. I had to put more money into my account and um, just feed into what is my gambling addiction. Don't know what else to say. I'm, I'm full-blown addicted to gambling, and... What a hell of a way to start off the episode. Don't worry, everybody. Don't worry, everybody. I'm not gambling because I'm trying to make money off of it. I am trying to make money off of it. Um, but I'm not trying to make, like, significant money. So the money that I put in is just, you know, kind of little change here and there. But there is one team that cost me some change last night, and that was the Florida Panthers. And... You know, for people that are listening, they're Jackets fans, right? Like, people here are Blue Jackets fans, some of them. And we just played the Florida Panthers. You just had to watch the Florida Panthers just absolutely rail the Blue Jackets 9-2 to in a little 6 o'clock game that they played. When was that? Saturday night? Jackets haven't played since Saturday night. They had a game earlier this week canceled with the Islanders. Don't know why that game was canceled. The Islanders are back and playing hockey again. They played the Flyers last night. Anyway, not trying to connect the dots on all these teams and make up some conspiracy. The Jackets' next game is Thursday night, tomorrow night, against the Flyers. And listen, if you actually had like really high hopes after that 6 nothing win against the Hurricanes, I I don't know what to tell you other than the fact that this Jackets team is good. They are I do look at them and say this is a good hockey team and and maybe in a different year they this team is is good enough to make the playoffs. But the the truth is is that there's there is 16 points that separates the 5th spot in the Metropolitan Division and the 4th spot in the Metropolitan Division. Meaning that there there are legit legitimately eight Stanley Cup contending teams in the Eastern Conference. There aren't eight playoff teams in the Eastern Conference. There's eight Stanley Cup contending teams in the Eastern Conference. It's crazy. I don't know how you look at any single one of those teams and try to convince yourself that they're not a Stanley Cup winning team. When you look at the teams from top to bottom in Tampa Bay, Florida, Toronto, Carolina, New York, Washington, Pittsburgh, Boston. Those are the eight teams. And then next it's Detroit, who I think in a lot of people's minds aren't a Stanley Cup contending team. And they're five points back from the Boston Bruins, but have played four more games. So <laughs> there's like eight points that separates the second wildcard spot from the next team to get in. So it's just like, unless one of these eight teams went on the death streak of the century there's no chance the Jackets can make the playoffs 
There's no chance that the Wings can make the playoffs. I mean, yes, they're a little bit more in it than the Jackets points-wise, but again, they've played a lot more games than other teams, and it's just tough. It It's just tough. Now, I say all this, and to bring it back to my gambling last night, I thought that there were eight Stanley Cup contending teams in the Eastern Conference. I thought Florida would probably be a Stanley Cup contending team, considering the fact that they had scored, oh, I don't know, like 50 goals in their last like five games. Like The fact that they put nine on the Blue Jackets and seven on the Stars the night before, five on the Canucks the night before that. I thought, you know, this team's, this team's pretty, pretty good. Like, I think there's actually a pretty good chance that they can go win the Stanley Cup. They seem like they're buzzing. They got the they got the offensive firepower of a damn Death Star. Like, they they just that that's what they are. But for the second parlay that that I've included them in in a row, they failed me last night on the road against a Calgary Flames team who sucks. The Flames aren't that good of a team. They're okay. They're okay. But the you're the Florida Panthers. You just scored 50 goals in the last, like, five games. You should – it's just so frustrating because I was watching that game last night, and, you know, Florida had some power play opportunities, and they were snapping it around a good bit. But, you know, they only scored one goal. And, like, yes, yeah, Spencer Knight let in five, but – can I just put it on the excuse that Spencer Knight's still basically a rookie? Like, I don't know. It just I look at this team and I'm like, and I, and I tweeted last night. I tweeted from the Hockey Dudes account. I said I would bet my soul <laughs> that this Florida Panthers team won't win the Stanley Cup. They can't win a game on the road. They're total chumps, biggest chumps in the league, without a doubt. As in, they're frauds. I think they're frauds. I think when they get down to South Beach, they're in their nice little cozy environment, and they can electrify another team, like absolutely blitz a team out of the water with how many goals they scored. I mean, the Jackets were down like six to nothing in a matter of like 25 minutes of hockey the other night. Like, it was insane. Like, and some people hadn't even known that the game had started because it was a six o'clock start. There were some people that are like, Oh, damn, the game just started. They're already down six goals. Well, no, actually, they played a whole period because, you know, people don't pay attention to what time the effing Jackets games are. Listen, that is one thing about you can't take away from me as a gambler. I'm on top of my stuff. I am on top of my stuff when I know when the Jackets are playing and whatnot. Um, But, yeah, so, anyway, I thought Florida was pretty good. I had them as the third leg in the three-team parlay where I had, like, Carolina Hurricanes to win and the Capitals to win, both those teams to win, and then Florida just to win, you know, like plus 200 odds on three big-time favorites in their games. And now, actually, what was, what was surprising to me is Carolina wasn't a favorite in their game. They were actually an underdog in Boston, and I don't know why. Maybe Carolina, had, like, I know Carolina had just gotten dummied by the Blue Jackets like a couple nights ago. But I still didn't think like that that was an indictment on the way that they played. I thought the Jackets just played the game of their lives against them the other night. So, and, you know, it was I was a little nervous when I turned on the game. And it was like 7.20 and the game hadn't started yet. That's always scary as a gambler when 
you turn on the game and the game hasn't started yet. It just gets you thinking over and over again. Did I make the right pick? What's going on? Um, well, it was Willie O'Ree retirement jersey night for Boston. That is absolutely terrifying for somebody betting on the Carolina Hurricanes. You're like, it's the last thing you want to see, them raising the banner of the first African-American hockey player in the NHL. That's terrifying. You're like, okay, this team, okay, I bet on the wrong team tonight. Uh, wrong. I bet on the right team. Carolina did not give a single shit about Willie O'Ree retirement jersey tonight. Um, and they just absolutely crapped on the Boston Bruins. 7-1, I think, was the final score. I mean, they, they scored four goals in the first period. The Canes did. And I know Tommy was on the over in that game. Actually, they might have scored five goals in the first period. Whatever it was, it was going dummy. And, yeah, so credit the Canes. They, I think they're back. And now, this is one thing that does kind of give me hope, though, is because this year for NHL teams has been like the streakiest year ever. Like it's just funny because you think about the streak that the Jackets were on to start the year. You think about the streak that the Oilers were on to start the year. And you're just like this is kind of this is kind of unbelievable, right? Like uh, there's teams that are coming out of the gate looking like Stanley Cup teams, but then now you look at the Oilers and they're like eight points out of a playoff spot like what like what what happened to the Oilers like what happened to the Oilers they have the two best players in the league they had completely flipped around their roster and you know they brought in Duncan Keith a future Hall of Famer uh they have Jesse Pugliarvi who's obviously electric and you know is a, a big character on the ice if you will they have uh Ryan Nugent Hopkins like this team like what what's what's going on? What's going on? They've lost six games in a row. They're two six and two in their last ten. You have their coach who's calling out their goalie just because their goalie gave up like two goals, two bad goals, and you have them talking about bringing in Evander Kane. Like what the fuck? What the hell is going on in Edmonton right now? It doesn't make sense because Edmonton was one of the best teams coming out of the gate. They were like looking like president trophy candidates through 15 games and like I know 15 games isn't an entire season but you would think 15 games is a big enough sample size to be able to tell whether a team is legitimate or not completely wrong man completely wrong the Oilers are not good um Connor McDavid and Dreisaitl are both averaging less points a night than they were at the beginning of the year they're still playing great don't get me wrong but They've clearly regressed, so that's tough to see. And, you know, I was high on the Oilers, actually, at the beginning of the year. I mean, how could you not be? They have the two best players in the league, and you just think, okay, they're going to figure it out. One of these years, they're going to have to figure out. Figure it out. They're going to have to go on a Stanley Cup run. This has not been the case, so sad for them. And now they're talking about Evander Kane, who is broke as a joke. And you got to imagine if he – gets offered a chance to play in the NHL again that he'll do it. There's all kinds of stuff going on with his, like, vaccination status. But I just saw the other day the NHLPA is is now um, not testing asymptomatic players for COVID. Or they're saying – what did I say? Hold on. Let me figure out what's going on here before I just actually spew the wrong information out. Oh, here we go. Okay. NHL to stop testing asymptomatic players. 
after the All-Star break. Okay. All right. So that's pretty good. Like, that's just kind of the NHL just waking up a little bit to the fact that COVID's a hoax, <laughs> you know? Um, just kidding. I don't really believe that. I know a lot of people have, you know, been affected by COVID, but if it if COVID turned out to be a hoax, I wouldn't be surprised. Let's just say that. That's just the type of guy I am. I don't know. Um, but anyways, everybody keep washing your hands and wearing your mask, I guess, and get vaccinated if you can. Uh, but spe- yeah, speaking of vaccination status, I know Evander Kane is kind of like in the Antonio Brown category where he like lied, and Aaron Rodgers. Though those three athletes love to lie about their vaccination status, so apparently there's some issues there. With Evander Kane has not been honest about his vaccination status, which in a league like the NHL, which is a very international league, probably not a good idea. So, and then of course Evander Kane has all those issues with gambling. He is actually a gambling addict, where he was rumored to have been betting on Sharks games and the results of Sharks games. That was a rumor that, of course, came from his ex-wife or his current wife that he's trying to get a divorce with. So in that way, she still is his wife. But anyway, that's a whole mess. Won't get into that. I bring it back to the Oilers, who I bring it back to the Bees and say that teams have been streaky and the Bruins have been really hot as of late. But remember, at the beginning of the year, they weren't very hot, and right now they just got pumped by the by the Canes. So maybe as a Blue Jackets fan, you can look at this thing and be like, okay, you just suffered probably one of the worst months you've ever seen as a Jackets fan. Coming off one of the best months you've ever seen as a Jackets fan, you've now gone through the worst. Maybe, just maybe, if you can somehow convince the Bruins to, hey, why don't you guys just not make the playoffs this year? Maybe they could slow down. I mean, like I said, the Bruins have played the hottest hockey like of their damn lives. Like they're eight and two in their last ten games. Um, but I mean, I think that pumping that they took to Carolina on Willie O'Ree night is could be an indicator that maybe they're not that good. And maybe if somehow they could fall from grace and fall out of a playoff spot, maybe you'll be right back in this thing. But. As far as I'm concerned, the Jackets uh, are looking better than the Philadelphia Flyers, and that's who they got in their upcoming game. I mean, damn, the Flyers have lost nine games in a row. So, And you play them at home, too, I believe. Here's me talking about how I know my stuff about the Jackets and can't even tell you whether their next game is home or away. Tell you what, man, I haven't been really wanting to it's out it's a way it's a way which is a good thing because what i was gonna say is i haven't really been wanting to get out to hockey games lately i don't know i just think when you look at the way the jackets have been playing like yeah they've been playing good at home but it, it is a little bit of it i am that bandwagon fan that's kind of like i don't want to spend my money to drive all the way downtown and just watch us barely beat some of the bad teams in the league like the devils like i mean yeah i've obviously anytime you can go to the arena district and can go to a hockey game and watch your favorite team win you shouldn't take that for granted but just coming off the years that we were coming off where we were just electric at home just a tough sell for me just a tough sell for me right now uh, but i'm sure i'll make it back down there one more time before the end of the year and of course i always got my press pass not a big deal by me um huge huge um huge organ on me to have a press pass but yeah I just my point is is I guess it it's it is too early to say that the jackets are out of this thing 
but you already need some other things to happen. You need the Boston Bruins to start sucking somehow. And I don't know. I mean, even if they even if the Jackets did make the playoffs, I don't know if there's any chance that they get past the first round. I I don't see any world where they could be any of these other seven teams in a seven game series in the Eastern Conference. I just don't see it. So I'm I'm already kind of willing to pack it in on this year. In fact, I'm kind of you know already going down the stairs, dropping the the tailgate of the truck, and um, starting to make room for just packing this year in because it's it's pretty much a done deal. And every game that goes by, it'll be a slow death for the Jackets. But I mean, the knife is the knife is in us. We've been stabbed. So can let this year die for the coach certainly. But I do want to talk about some bets that Tommy has tonight. I want to talk about a certain team that I have been looking at as I'm going to put a future on them. And I advise you do too. If you like, you know, and I like placing futures. I know that when I'm sucking at gambling and I just can't get a win night in and night out and it's just going bad for me, I will put my last few dollars in on um, a team to win the Stanley Cup or just, you know, in this case, I'm going to place a bet on a team to win the Western Conference in the playoffs to get to the Stanley Cup final. Um, and the reason why is because it keeps me involved the rest of the year. It keeps me. Uh, it gives me a team to keep my eye on when my team sucks, so I can kind of like look forward to their games on a night in, night out basis. And this is probably a team I've talked very bad about, but I've I've done it before. I've put a bet on a team that I've kind of has pissed me off, and I've started to like them. And I think I got a good eye for this team, man. This team is the San Jose Sharks. Sharks have been playing electric in their last few games. I mean, Timu Meyer the other night against a a good a good Kings team, a Kings team that can probably make the playoffs. Uh, Timu Meyer scored five goals, and uh, the Sharks look like a pretty good hockey team. And they, you know, recently have lost to the Penguins and the Rangers. But they beat the Red Wings, the Flyers, the Sabres. They beat the teams that they're supposed to beat. And they had a, they're had a team that had a very slow start to the year. Has kind of found their way back into the mix here. They're 6-3-1 and one in their last 10 games. And they're four points out of the top spot in the Pacific Division. And I just think you look at the makeup of their team and you look at the players that they have on their team... They are very much built kind of like some of these teams in the Eastern Conference where they just have so many veterans, so many experienced, high-skilled players that that is about good enough to get this team to the postseason. Like, it, it should be good enough, and it makes sense why they're clicking, why they're clicking right now. And I got them to win the Eastern Con- I saw them. I originally thought, okay, what's what's a, like a kind of a long odds favorite, but like a somewhat realistic chance that they could do it team to win the Stanley Cup? And their odds to win the Stanley Cup, to win the whole thing, they'd be their first Stanley Cup in Sharks history. So... Uh, their odds to win it are, wow, pretty, pretty, pretty damn crazy. Um, 150 to one. So long odds there for them to win it. Let's not even do that. Let me just grab a 65 to one odds to win the Eastern, to win the Western Conference. Now, and and here's simply why I, I don't believe that they can win the Stanley Cup. I don't think that they can do it. I 
am, uh, if you will, I discriminate against the Western Conference. I don't think the Western Conference can win the Stanley Cup. I just, I hate to be that guy, but I mean, they're clearly the inferior conference. I mean, the Montreal Habitants, the Habs, the worst team in the Atlantic Division got out of the Western Conference last year in the postseason. <laughs> like, they didn't even have the Western Conference didn't even get a representative in the Stanley Cup Finals last year. So I don't think it's the craziest thing to say that I don't believe a Western Conference team can win the Stanley Cup. It just is what it is. It's just my take on it. So stew that in your innards. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think the Western Conference is kind of a, a conference that has always been wide open. There's not really one team that frightens me. Like, oh, there's no way the Sharks can get past that team. Um the 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 Golden Knights when they get Jack Eichel near the end of the year that could be kind of scary for me, but the thing with the Golden Knights is, you know, there's no guarantee that Jack Eichel will come in after not playing hockey for two years and just light it up, and the Knights have always choked in the playoffs ever since they've been a franchise they've found ways to choke to the play in the playoffs, um, choke to the to the Sharks if you will the Sharks famously. Won Game Seven after being down. What was it? Three nothing in the third period, and then Pavelski hit the ice pretty hard, and they got like a ten minute game misconduct, and the Sharks ripped off three goals, went up four to three, and then the Knights scored a goal, made it four four, went into the third, went to overtime, and the Sharks won it five four in overtime to win Game Seven after a miraculous, mir- yeah, that's the word, um, three goal comeback. Um. And then I would say, you know, some of the teams in the Central Division I think are a little more beefier, and obviously Colorado. But Colorado, I think, is a team that also chokes in the playoffs. I don't think Colorado has proven to me that they really have the grit to get out of the postseason. Like, they just don't. Like, Nathan McKinnon absolutely disappears in a playoff series. And uh, Nazem Kadri, who's having a fucking career year, 49 points in 33 games for that guy. And you heard McKinnon stepping up for him saying, like, you know, I think we need to stop letting chumps from Columbus into the uh, into the um, All-Star game and start nominating some multiple guys on some other teams. Like, there's no reason that all these teams should have. I kind of disagree with that take out of McKinnon, by the way. And I obviously know that McKinnon's sticking up for his guy. And saying that, so the problem is, is every team from the National Hockey League gets one player in the All-Star game. Listen, that's just the smart business move, right? Like, for, for people who are fans of teams like Columbus, we don't have flashy players all the time. You know, we don't, we, it's not all the time where we have a Rick Nash. Hell, we don't really have a flashy player on this team right now. I mean, Zach Wierenski is the closest thing, and that's why he's obviously been nominated for the All-Star game. But, like, you know, for people in Columbus, they want to spend their money to go. They want to be able to have a reason to go out to Las Vegas to watch the All-Star game. Why would you go out there if you don't have one player being represented in it? It'd be ridiculous. And, like, I don't think you're going to pull more Colorado Avalanche fans just because Kadri and McKinnon are both playing out there. Like, you're obviously going to... You know what I mean? Like, you, you, it's just is business smart for the NHL to still include every single team, no matter what. So, I think I kind of ag- disagree with McKinnon in that sense. So I'll just leave that as that. But yeah, I don't really think this Colorado team. I, 
Yes, obviously they can win the Stanley Cup. I'm, I'm not going to be completely oblivious to the fact that anything can happen when they get into the postseason, but I just think, obviously, they have choked in recent years. And, I mean, the Blues have proven to me that they can win the Stanley Cup. They are the last Western Conference team to, of course, win the Stanley Cup. But I think that a lot of that was because of Jordan Bennington. Jordan Bennington was playing out of his freaking balls in that playoff run. And he hasn't really been the same guy the last couple of seasons. So that'll mostly be on him um, and their top scorer. How about Jordan Cairo? I mean, this is a guy that was barely lucky to get in the lineup last year. And now he's leading the team in points on the Blues. So, um, all right, enough bouncing around for me. That was freaking nuts. I was going absolutely ape on this podcast, but it was always good. Here's some Tommy's picks for tonight. Um, I'm just going to give Tommy's picks because Tommy, frankly, has been electric with the hockey picks. He's got over five and a half in Toronto and New York, and he's got Devin Taves over two and a half shots on goal. Those are his quick picks for the night. So take that. I'll be placing money on both those, and we'll see how it goes. Um, Everybody, this has been the Hockey Dudes Podcast. Um, I love you guys, and yeah, make sure you tell your dog about us.